successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host Jason Grill alongside guest host and contributor to Grill Nation, Andrew Bash from the Bash Group. Uh, in studio today. It's great to have him with us. Uh, very big show today. We're going to talk to Andrew uh, for our first few segments. Then we're going to have a great segment or two with Sean Edwards, the Fox 4 movie critic, who will be, uh, we're taping this show, but he'll be walking into Star Wars to preview the movie before anyone else uh, in Kansas City uh, today. And he's got a lot of great insight into the Star Wars franchise. He's going to talk to us about some of his big big hits that we should see uh, over the Christmas season. He's also going to talk about movies we might have missed in 2015 that we should get out and see. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but around Christmas time and around award season, I get really geeked up about movies. Uh, it's probably the only time of the year I really see a lot of movies at the theater. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. So uh, Sean Edwards, Fox 4 Movie Critic, will be calling in on segment three and segment four, and then we'll lead off the show with uh, Andrew Bash from the Bash Group. I want to first off... Uh, let you know who our partners and supporters of Grill Nation are with Jason Grill. Without them, we would be nothing. They're great Kansas City companies who do a lot of good in our community uh, and do a lot of charitable work as well. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, and Andrew Bash, Kenny Hertz Perry, Attorneys at Law, John Kenny Hertz, Catalyst Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer, The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, Ryan Maybe, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thank you for your support of Grill Nation. Uh, and uh, for always being there for me and for our listeners as well. Also, you can connect with Grill Nation at Jason Grill on Twitter and at Grill Nation Show. We're also online at GrillNationShow.com where you can find all of our podcasts, photos from the show, uh, and catch up with what you have missed on Grill Nation. I appreciate you downloading the podcast and, and, and connecting with me at GrillNationShow.com as well as online at Twitter at Jason Grill. Andrew Bash, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Jason, I am doing fabulously. Thank you so much for having me. Last time we talked to you, uh, you were out in Vail, Colorado. It was for our annual uh, Thanksgiving show. And Great show. I'm going to be in Vail, Colorado for all of your annual shows, I've decided. <laughs> so, um, Because Andrew, just a follow-up to that, we went to a um, hotel restaurant and had one of the most amazing Thanksgiving meals I've ever seen in my life, and then we went home. I didn't have to do any dishes, and I had... Kids were happy? Kids were happy. Um, I had to unbutton my shirt, not my pants, because I ate so much. But I did not have any arguments with uh, my family members. Andrew Bash, the Bash Group Real Estate Company. Bash, what is it like this time of year for a real estate industry around the holidays? Is it is it different with the weather getting colder? Or how, does, how, does, how does the weather you know, and time of the year? If you're if you're going to um, sell your house this time of year, you're you're likely to. Um, have a little less traffic, but but anybody that looks at your house is not a tire kicker. They have to buy a home, and the potential you actually can sell a house pretty quickly at this time of the year, which people don't understand or believe. But you've got to be willing to, uh, you know, 
deal with it during uh, trying to put your Christmas uh, ornaments on the tree and make um, you know coffee cake for your kids every morning <laughs> or whatever you do for yeah. Christmas. Beanie baby parties. Yeah. Um, what, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is that? Is that a party that you had growing up <laughs> often? Beanie baby parties? No, you had one when you were in Vail on our last show. Oh, you that's, were on. oh I was worried about you, you for a you second. Were, you were... You were leaving our radio show, which we if do once a month, if you're with having, Andrew Bash. If you're having beanie baby parties yourself <laughs> and you're not married yet, that means that you're probably on a list somewhere, <laughs> and that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. So, uh, Andrew, you've you've been traveling. You're you're kind of looking at Dad of the Year award here this year. You we went to the World Series, all games. You took your kids to Vail for Thanksgiving. How are you going to top that with Christmas? Um, you got a lot of Christmas gifts purchased. I told them we're all out. We don't have anything left, and they're not getting any gifts. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to do a slideshow of watching Augie at the World Series and make the other two kids cry, and we're going to call it a day. And we're going to tell them Santa Claus doesn't exist, which, of course, is a lie, because he does. He does exist. Um, when were you – What old, how old were you when you stopped believing in Santa Claus? I don't even remember, man. I have no remember of, of what age I was. I thought it was – my 30s were so hard when I found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. Uh, 29, I'll never forget it. No, seriously, though, it's probably, what, like 10? I hope no kids are listening to this show. You think it, we have any young <laughs> listeners, third graders uh, or below? Andrew Bash, guys, is uh, is just kidding. He's just kidding. Yeah, Santa Claus is real. <laughs> uh, let's think of some... Ho, ho, ho! He said no. <laughs> so, Andrew... Um, what do you think about this Royals postseason so or uh, off season so far? Oh, okay. Let me tell you about Royals this. Fan. Wait, let me tell you about this. This is a good story. So, I got invited uh, by uh, Tom Rosberg, who is an unbelievable lender with Cap Fed. If you ever are looking for a mortgage, you should call this guy Tom Rosberg. Uh, but he invited me to the Indian Hills Men's Luncheon, and here's the lineup. Ready? Joe Randa, um, George Brett, wow. and, and um, Rex Hudler. And the three of them sat up there for an hour and a half and talked about nothing. And it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was, so, so if you're looking for a motivational speech, that's not the place to be, but good stories. Well, they told stories like uh, Joe talked about the guy was smart enough to ask talk about the first time you met each other. So they started there. And, you know, Brett was uh, Joe's uh, idol growing up. And... Um, he met him in the locker room, uh-huh. so that story was pretty funny. Uh, as as George Brett walked out of the shower, so you can only imagine <laughs> where that went. And uh, Rex Hudler was literally totally insane, and George Brett was as so Hudler 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 loves it. He loves he loves just he was nuts. I mean, he was nuts. About- oh, this is a great story. So, um, one of Joe's uh, first games, he is playing against the Angels. Rex is playing second base. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, leading off, and he came back to try to get in, and he Rex Hedler took a knee to his neck, like to, I don't know what they call it, but basically just tried to like cut him right in the in the yeah, neck. Yeah. So they were talking about that, and that was the first time they met, which was pretty funny. So it was a great time. Cool, Alex Gordon. When you want him back for the team, or you think it's I don't time think to- they're going to keep him, unless what do you think they're going to keep him? I think his numbers going down. Yeah, I think it's going and down. We, too. we had Johnny Cueto sign with the Giants. What do you think about that? I think it's great. Giants look tough. Bumgarner, Cueto, Samarja. That's a serious it, pitching uh, staff. They're four and five guy. One of them used to, has thrown a no hitter, I think, or two of them had both thrown no hitters. I I love Johnny Cueto, even though he kind of screwed the pooch a few times. He came through when it mattered, and that was awesome. And I did not want to have to watch complete, him pitch complete again, game though. in the World Series. That was um, that was amazing. 
you know, and in the in the uh, Astro series on the brink through a gym could have been a no hitter both times. What was your favorite World Series moment? Oh, man, I, you know, I watched that special on MLB Network where they compared the '85 team. To I can't, the, I can't find it. I haven't seen it. Oh, it was awesome. I it heard was it was great. amazing. Um, I don't know, man. I think probably that the game, the Hosmer game, the last game, the last game where we came back. Also, probably the first game too with the inside the park home run. I'll never forget that first pitch of the game. I really loved that Houston game down, even though that wasn't the World Series. Uh, game four, I, yeah, that was amazing. And then, of course, uh, all the games in. in what was that New experience York. like for you in New York as a Royals fan? It was truly, it, um, it's top five. I got my wife and my three kids, and the World Series in New York. In not maybe in that order, but I would say it was in the order <laughs> on there. Uh, Mets fans, nice to you. The Mets fans, for the most part, were great. And the further uh, out in the outfield you went, the meaner they became. Got a couple show, shoulders lowered into me. I was standing in line for some nachos and we got to go to break here. Andrew. 20, 20 people yelling, "Go home, Moose!" Because I had a Moose jersey on, but that was fine. I got over it quickly. Andrew Bash, the Bash Group, here for our next segment. We'll be right back on Grill Nation. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man. On I'm going crazy though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I'm Jason Grill, your host. You're listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Check out all of our old shows at GrillNationShow.com and connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. Also on Snapchat and Instagram at Jason Grill. Great show so far today. We got Andrew Bash. Founder of the Bash Group. Uh, check it out. What's your website, Andrew? www.thebashgroup.com. If you're looking for a house, Andrew's the guy you need to talk to. He's one Jason, of the nicest, I really appreciate that. One of the um, nicest considering guys. Considering I've shown you homes and you just recently moved into one light. How do you like it? <laughs> that is, by the way, for all everybody out there, um, wow. that's an apartment complex. It is not a home. A guy this successful needs to buy a house. We're going to work on it a little bit harder, but... In the meantime, tell us about One Light. It's a great place. I'm very excited about it. There's some great people in the building. They're Kansas City Power Light District or supporters of the show. So what? What? Um, like which? Like tell us about your like your place. Like how many is the place already sold? Rented out the whole place or they're eighty percent full. Forty percent of the people are over the age of forty. So it's a unique building. There's NFL players in there. There's MLB players in there. There's married couples. There's old couples. There's people my age. It's a great spot. I'm going to have to have you over. Um, we're going to definitely watch some Royals games on on the deck there. Big screen TVs. It's going to be awesome. But we'll Does have the to deck show overlook you. anything? I don't, I've never been down there, so I don't... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pool, like kind of a... Do you overlook the pool? I do. So we'll have you over, Andrew. You'll so check the, it out. So there'll be a lot of creeping and leering for Jason in 2016. <laughs> it'll be fun to watch. No, there won't Hopefully be. no arrests. <laughs> Man, this is why we love Andrew Bash. He... Uh, <laughs> He 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 doesn't really have, helpful he does, for your PR career. He doesn't right? have a filter, does he? But no. we we love him because he he's a great great uh, guest co-host. And but in all honesty, guys, seriously, Andrew is a a great realtor, and uh, I definitely when I do buy a house, will be be buying it with Andrew. So there you go. I appreciate that. We just got to find a house that I can afford, Andrew. We're gonna do somewhere it. in the city. Did you do a month to month lease over there, or was it all one year? I have one year. Yes, yes. So. What's a what's a rent like oh, down let's, there? Let's move on. Let's move on to this segment. <laughs> Andrew, we're here to talk to you. All right. I'm just curious. Um 
Okay, we talked a little about the Royals, Christmas. You a Chiefs fan, Andrew? I don't see you talking about the Chiefs very much. Um, I went to the game last weekend. So did I. Sunday? Yeah. And uh, uh, I purposely got club seats, and I sat inside the entire time. I was in the club level as well. Uh, we had lower level, but we went up to the club with some club passes. And it was freezing. I mean, it wasn't cold, but it was just rainy. It's, it's was, wild to watch them on this run. This is great. Yeah, so if the Chiefs do go to a Super Bowl, would you go to the game? No. You're more of a Royals guy. I, I am too. I find baseball, which I, it's hard to believe because I played football for a long time. Um, I don't like to talk about it, but I was kind of a big deal in high school. I know. <laughs> well, that's what John Kinnearts would do if he was on the show. I think a lot we of guys would actually do to... that, which is pretty frightening did, what's wrong with our society. We did a whole People segment still with, talking about high school football. We did a whole segment with Kinnearts, and he, he waxed poetic about how he used to be a bodybuilder in high school. and was like a Olympic-style like bodybuilder. Dude, is he serious? He was dead serious. That's awesome. Good yeah, for him. So anyways. Um, what happened so since you're not, then? So you're not... You're not a, you, you're not as big of a. You're not going to spend the money to go to a Chiefs playoff. Game. Well, I have season tickets this year, and I just I I don't get as excited about watching a Chiefs. Game. I think I don't know why. I think baseball is a little bit more more interesting drama. To me. I just like that each moment matters. In football, there's a lot of like waiting around, and you know it's kind of a grind. Kind of me. with you. I, I Royals World Series was top notch. You bought all that Christmas gifts this year, Andrew. I mean, I've been I've been out there. I'm assuming Royal stuff is high on your list this year. Um, or have you already bought all the memorabilia and clothing and stuff through on the run? Yeah, you know what I have? Let me tell you what I do have, uh, speaking of memorabilia, because I talked with Justin from uh, you know the uh, authentic shop over there that sells all that stuff, mm-hmm. the jerseys and everything else. Is that what you got me for Christmas? I got you a uh, yeah, Moose war- uh, a Moustakis jersey. I already have one. Remember I had well, one Well, this one's you. actually game-worn. Okay. Anyway, so... Um, at the end of the World Series, part of the the best part of the World Series is this gal that uh, was from Kansas City. She's a producer from NBC. She uh, and for the Voice, not for for sports, but she said her friend was staying at the uh, Omni where the Royals were, and I had seen a lot of the the people and the the staff, and they said they were all going to fly back that night. So I'm like, they're going back to the hotel. She's like, yeah. I'm like. They're trying to get an after party going for him. The hotel's working on it. My friend's telling me about it. He's giving me updates. I'm like, well, where are we going to go? And she's like, yeah, let's go. And let's not tell anybody else we're going. Because the only people on the subway stand were, there was hundreds of real Royals fans. Everybody else, anybody from a Mets fan had left long ago from the stadium. So we go to the hotel. There are like 11, 12 people standing in the lobby. Mm-hmm. It's about 3 o'clock in the morning. My son is 8. And um, he's the only child that's still up so <laughs> parenting skills but it's an experience right he'll never forget um the buses pull in and he literally got 12 signatures on one ball he got like salvi gordon moose this Cosmer. is after they won the world series. this is right after they won the world series and i was telling justin about this and he said we do not have a ball with all of their signatures on it because they all immediately left town and said, I don't want to deal with it. So they have no ball with all the, the all 25 guys' signatures on it. And you have one with 12 to 13. I've got one with 12 to 13. But if you Speaking could, of which, yeah. that is something your son's never going to forget. Did you collect baseball cards? I did for a while. But my, uh, like with all things, my ADD kicked in and I ended up... You threw uh, them away? <laughs> no, I didn't throw them away. See, I, I'm going to go look through all my old ones over Christmas because I collected a lot of baseball cards and I'm curious to see what I have, have in the... The hopper. Well, you should give them to me since you don't have kids, so I can give them to my children. Um, 
Andrew, did you collect football cards? I collected them all. See, that's the thing. Nobody collected football cards or NBA cards of my friends. It was all baseball. No one in the Midwest collected football cards. It's It's just because when you were, it was the Chiefs. Like, you had like, there was a time when there was a guy named Tony Adams that was the quarterback and Mike Livingston. There was no reason to collect Chiefs football cards. Bill Bill Kenny. Kenny. Hey, uh, our friend Danny Pfeiffer is at the, uh, this show is being taped on Tuesday, is at the GOP Republican debate in Las Vegas. He flew out there late Monday night. Um, we're we're seeing a lot of interesting things happening in the race. Ted Cruz is 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 skyrocketing in Iowa, which Isn't that usually, fantastic. Which, Gosh, which, that's great. Which really means you know the last two guys that have won Iowa in the Republican primary have gone nowhere: Huckabee and Santorum. So, uh, and we're also seeing uh, your boy Donald Trump's numbers continue to go up: forty-one percent in a in a recent poll. Uh, the second place was Cruz at fourteen and Rubio at ten. Isn't he Carson like, is falling to nine? He's uh, dropping like before. He's got like forty-two. Per, doesn't Trump have like 42% support of the Republican Party? Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Well, it's amazing to me because it's amazing. that's It's going to be so much fun to watch so many moderate Republicans end up voting for Hillary Clinton. Here's, That'll be like fun to watch at the polling. Here, they, here's the deal, though, Andrew. Yep. When you get 41% of a field of 15, that's a pretty big number. Oh, <laughs> trust me. I mean, if people start dropping out, but here's the thing. You know, I still feel like something's going to happen and he's going to run as an independent. Well, I think he's doing all this and doesn't care if he wins and we'll have a new show called um Let's be PC about this, Andrew. I I I don't have anything to say then. It's, <laughs> I can't do it. So you're thinking it's you still think it's going to be Trump Clinton. Um I think the new show will be called I Hate You and it'll be a whole show of him bullying different people instead of firing them. They come they pay money to have him just tell mean things to Okay. Well, we'll see what happens in the debate. We're looking forward to seeing Danny. Who do you? Who, who's your candidate, really? I think Hillary? if the Republicans want to win or have a chance to win, they should they should nominate Marco Rubio. You do? I do. Be from the biggest state. What about Christie? What happened no to shot. him? No shot. Why? What he happened? Had the, he had the he had the scandal, man, a couple years ago. Oh, the yeah. bridge scandal. The bridge scandal. But it's he's just he was his time was 2012. Yeah. Um, I think, and nobody likes Kasich, but I feel like he's the most, um prepared to be at least a vice presidential candidate. I think Kasich Rubio on the same ticket, you get Ohio and Florida, the largest delegate counts, electoral college counts. The, that's the best shot they have. Um, Trump, I do not think, could win the win a, uh, general election. I, I honestly don't think it matters who the Republican nominee is. They, you think Hillary's going to win? There's no way she doesn't win. Well, I appreciate that. That would be good for our country. I'm a supporter. That's good, Danny. Danny, I don't know. I don't know who Danny supports, uh, but I'm interesting to see what the experience was like in Las Vegas. It's kind it, of it'll be fun to listen to him. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting to talk, have a Republican debate in Las Vegas. You should have him on next week as your in, your only guest and just talk about the experience. Yeah, you really should because that's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. I'm glad that he's there. Um, but I'll tell you one thing though, right? Well, I mean. The one thing Trump has done is he's made the debate something that people are actually going to watch, which is not. I think been the he case. has twenty-five times more mentions than any of the other candidates in the last Crazy. two weeks. Hey, Andrew, this is a topic that I really wanted to get into with you, with your love of baseball. What do you, what, what what do you think about this Pete Rose thing going on? You know, he's he's been declined reinstatement into baseball. I mean, you kind of grew up during the Pete Rose era, right? Yeah, and he's one of the best players of all time, similar to Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Therefore, they're not in the Hall of Fame yet. 
Do you think they should be in there with some sort of a little asterisk on the plaque? No, is it just tip- let him in. Lift the ban. Lift the ban. Lift the ban. Is the, is the uh, Hall of Fame a museum to you, or is it actually like, it should be a history of baseball, right? Well, there's like half those guys in there that did steroids when they hit their home runs, so what do we care about a little gambling? I agree. Not half. Sorry, that's a pretty blanket statement that I shouldn't have made. <laughs> but I'm pretty good My at those. My point is, <laughs> you are very good at those. So you, you are pro people. You know, Rose everything Letterman. you hear on the radio is true, Jason. You do know that, right? And same the with, internet. Same with the internet. Yep. You know, a guy I met in Cuba who was our tour guide. Um, God, I mean, this he, is what I'm talking about. We're talking about baseball, in my opinion, and you... Has anyone asked you any questions about Cuba? No, they haven't. Why? Why don't we talk about that? I was going to mention that the, 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 in the last guy, half second the of the tour show, guide had been on the internet go. two times in his whole life. He'd been what? On the internet two times in his whole life. Your pictures were awesome. When are you coming down there? Are you going to go next time with I'm me? I'm going. Yeah, I asked you to go this time and you said no. Flat out no. You met all kinds of amazing people. You could have a whole show talking about your experience in uh, We are doing that Cuba. next week with the guys that went. Maybe in two weeks. What guys that went? The other Kansas Cityans that went on the trip. Oh, the ones that were, you invited to go, but you didn't <laughs> let me go? That's cool. Andrew Bass, ladies and gentlemen, The Bass Jason Group. Jason Grill, Check him out at www.thebassgroup.com. We'll be right back after the break with Sean Edwards, Fox 4 movie critic, talking about Star Wars and things to see over the holidays and things you might have missed in 2015. Thanks for listening. First things first, I'm the realest. Realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. I just wanna chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remakes it for low. She my track queen, let her. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM and on talk980am.com. Great show so far today. I'm glad to have you with us here in the great month of December and uh, excited for the holiday season. I'm with my co-host, contributor, and uh, partner of Grill Nation, Andrew Bash from The Bash Group, one of Kansas City's and the the nation's finest uh, real estate companies around. How are you, Andrew? Hey, I'm doing great. Great to have you back. Uh, Excited for our next segment. Uh, We're taping our show in advance uh, for this segment. We have Sean Edwards, who's the Fox 4 movie critic, on the line. Uh, Sean, uh, welcome to Grill Nation. How are you, man? Hey, what's up, man? Happy holidays, Jason. Happy holidays, Andrew. How's it going? Good, Sean. How you doing? Good, Sean. Well, man, we... I'm good, but I, I feel guilty because I, I think I'm the reason why you're taping. No, no, no. We, we we wanted to catch you at this moment. So, so Sean is getting ready to um, preview the uh, Star Wars movie, the new Star Wars movie. He's getting ready to walk into the uh, to the theater here. So, we wanted to have him in beforehand before he saw it. We'll have him back sometime <laughs> after he sees it. But, Sean, like, what what are your expectations, man, about this new Star Wars? I, I've been Going through all the old uh, plot lines and it's 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 pretty exciting stuff, right? Well, let me let me let me preface things with this. I am the hugest closeted Star Wars fan on the planet. Like people wouldn't know it, but I'm a huge Star Wars fan inside. Uh, so my expectations for this movie are purposely very very low because I don't want to be disappointed because this movie has to be so huge. I mean, it's got to wipe away the stink of those three prequels. And it's got to wipe away half the stink of Return of the Jedi. So it, it's got to it's got to play very well for me. Yeah, but and I'm going in low. I'm going in low, man. I don't want to be disappointed this close to Christmas. So, so Sean, I looked it up last night. the uh, the first the the first prequel made over a billion dollars, and after that, it was like five hundred or something. Then it was like eight hundred for the the prequels or the you know. And the third one was actually I thought pretty good. Um, first one was terrible. Second one was okay. But uh, what you were saying about the earlier movies, I heard this one's going to be kind of more of a throwback to kind of the the original Star Wars with regards to costumes and 
not as much special effects. I mean, have you heard any of that? Yeah, I've totally. I've heard all of that, and, and, and for good reason. It's directed by J.J. Abrams. If there's any faith to be had, it's because this film is being led by J.J. Abrams, who's one of the better directors in the business, and this is the type of material he can totally handle. I mean, that Star Trek reboot was amazing. If he does half of what he did with that, then, I mean, the, the franchise is in good hands, so there's confidence there, but yeah, they're throwing it back, and they have to, because the prequels were sort of out of tone with the original movies, and they're trying to bring it back to what it was like in 1977 when the original Star Wars was released, and I, I hope they succeed. I mean, I'm, I'm I really am, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to think it's this thing right. What are we thinking on regards to box office for uh, international and, and USA? Oh, I mean, uh, but I don't think Disney has enough accountants to count the money fast enough. I think it's already pre-sold like fifty, fifty-five, sixty million dollars worth of tickets. I mean, it's going to break the record just because of inflation and because the the, the movie's going to be shown in IMAX and on 3D. I mean, yeah, it's going to break the all-time box office record. That's not the number. I want to know how many tickets were actually sold. That's the number that Hollywood will never release because that's the only way you can really measure the impact of this movie compared with the original three and compared with Avatar and Titanic or mega hits like Gone with the Wind that made a lot of money. How many tickets will be sold? Sure, it's going to break the monetary record, but how many tickets will be sold? That's the number. And they'll never let you know that number. But that's, that's the only meaningful number. Somebody behind closed doors... They know the number, but yeah, it's going to easily break the monetary record without a doubt. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Sean, what's your favorite Star Wars movie thus far? Oh, easy. Empire Strikes Back. It's the only one that's any good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to like Star Sean's Wars, honesty. The only, why people like, the only reason why people like the first Star Wars is because it was new, but the novelty was fresh. It was nothing you've ever seen before, but that screenplay was terrible. I mean, and the special effects were the thing that set it apart, but in terms of like having everything work, the Empire Strikes Back is by far the best in the franchise. I mean, you had a great story. The effects were on point. You know, the development of the characters was there. I mean, Empire Strikes Back is by far the only Star Wars movie that's been great. That was the Star Wars where, wasn't that one where Luke was like, he was down in the in the uh, swampland with Yoda? That was yeah, number yeah, five. What, yeah, yeah, that's all. No, it's, he's doing that George <laughs> Lucas math. That was number two. Okay, was number it, two. That was number two. I'm not, I'm, I don't play the George Lucas math game. That was number two. So they kept this. <laughs> <laughs> so they kept this thing under wraps. I mean, for you critics, right? I mean, you oh guys. Oh my god! Yeah, I had to. I had to like. I, you know what? I used to have. I used to have a couple of kids. And I only have one because you had to sell your kid. You had to donate <laughs> blood. You had to donate a kidney. You had to, you know, join the Freemasons. I mean, this was the most secretive under wraps screening in the history of movies. Like, I didn't find out where I was screening this movie until a couple minutes ago. And if That's I like, disclose the location, I'll probably evaporate to thin air. <laughs> <laughs> well, since the, the show's going to be, uh, play, we'll play it later on, where are you? Um, so I that I can, even, I'm going to come over even, there right now. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to leave the studio. Man, I can't even, they probably, Disney probably so has my phone. They, they, uh, they, uh, they, Sean, they, uh, they uh, previewed it in LA, I think on Monday, right? Last night. Yeah, and people were just... Oh, yeah, last night was... Live. Traveling. Yeah, it was Monday night. The premiere was in L.A. Monday night, so all the New York critics were mad because the only people who saw, saw that the premiere were L.A. critics. But uh, it was the world's largest red carpet premiere in the history of red carpet. That's what they said. It was nuts. So, so okay, so we'll have to catch up with you after. Wait, you I want to ask another question. So have you had an opportunity to uh, interview uh, uh, Carrie... Uh, 
No, Princess Leia. I, I, I interviewed. I interviewed the cast, but not Carrie Fisher. They, they would never unleash Carrie Fisher onto the media like that. <laughs> did you see her in that one interview? Yes, I did. She's priceless. I was. I was hoping we would get a chance. I mean, just because she's Princess Leia, I would love to interview Carrie Fisher. She's like the the one Hollywood star I've never interviewed, but they they didn't give us an opportunity. I was hoping. I was praying. I. That would have been like a moment in my career that I would have never forgotten. But right. I didn't get so, so do you think she, is that her shtick or is she really that crazy? No, <laughs> I think you talk to anybody who really knows her out in L.A., that's her. She's crazy. Love but, it. I mean, come on. She's been crazy for years. She was, I mean, she used to hang out with John Belushi. Yeah. I just dated, I just dated myself. But anyway. She's, how old she, are you? Anyway, tell tell our listeners how old you are so we know, like, what grade were you in when the first Star Wars came out, or were you born yet? Did you see, see so in... No, I was born. No, I was, I was most definitely born. I was, like, I was five. Yeah. Okay. Because I was in second grade, and Grill wasn't even born. I know it. Oh, so. I was born in 79. I did see the... I guess the oh, third. You man, watched it in man, your mother's man, womb. Is that what happened? Yeah, I was five. I was five. I, was I five saw Star Wars in the theater. Now I don't know in if it your was mother's one of those... womb in the theater. No, that's right. Not the original. Yes. The third one. I think I saw it. You know when they yeah, used to. Yeah, they the used... only one you could have seen if you weren't born when the original came out. The only one you could have seen was Return of the Jedi. Return yeah. of the Jedi. But I think I might have seen them. You know, like when they showed them like a few years later in Doesn't the theaters. Count. Doesn't I count. I remember seeing Star Wars in the theater. Doesn't count. When I was five or six. Doesn't count. Anyways, okay, so Sean, we're excited about that. That's gonna be awesome, man. Keep us in the loop on that. Let's get into some other movies that are coming up here. What do you think about? I, I have you seen the Big Short yet? Is that one you've seen yet? I, have, I saw the Big Short a while ago. I love the Big Short. The Big Short's amazing because it's directed by Adam McKay, who's only known for mostly comedies. But this movie is it's not anything funny about it. Although there are funny moments, it's not a comedy. It's a deadly serious movie about the 2008 housing crisis. And it's like one of the best movies of the year. It's got one of the best casts of the year. So I mean, you loved it. Oh, I love no, I absolutely love it. It, it will be We're on my have top to see this, Andrew. No, no, you have to see Andrew it. and I, Andrew, movie. Andrew, Andrew liked The Wolf of Wall Street, didn't you, Andrew? No, but here's the, oh, thing. Yeah. Here's the deal. Yeah. This movie does what the Wolf of Wall Street tried to do, but does it better. Awesome. Hey, let me ask you a question because you have kids, so um, and fortunately for you, you're a movie critic, so it can be your career why you leave your wife or take your wife <laughs> to movies. The movie I saw most recently, which I'm excited to hear what you think about it, was The Peanut Movie. Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen a more horrible <laughs> film in my entire I life. No, I want to see if Sean had to go see The Peanut Movie with his kids. Or, they, uh, or, did you, or were you not let them see bad films? Cinema. If you like, no, no, said, no, no. I let them see. I let them make up their own mind. It was good or bad. I mean, they they actually they like they like the they like the Peanuts movie. They they liked it better than the Good Dinosaur. But the did you like it? Because a lot of those kids' movies we can enjoy. That one was just horrific. I liked it from a nostalgic factor. I just wish they would have developed some sort of a story or yeah. some sense of. I mean, I mean it's just like it was like a greatest hits package. I'm like, what is this? It was like nothing really technically ever happened. No, I know. Like, like nothing's happening here. <laughs> the gang's all back. They're well, you not know, doing a thing. you know, you anything. can tell whether a movie made it with the kids or not is if they actually want the characters. And I went into Target the other day. They didn't with, want the characters. They didn't uh, want the story. My my daughter, I showed her Snoopy. She's like, she almost nope. looked at like, who the hell's Snoopy? I don't even care about that. Dude. Well, that was the problem. I, they didn't know who those characters were initially. I just think they watched it because I, it was like fun for ninety minutes. But you're right. I don't. The characters aren't going to fly off the shelves at Walmart and Target. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no connection. I mean, wh- how old is Peanuts? Like, that goes back, what, <laughs> That's our age. Years? Grill's it's mad so, at me so, that okay. I just took up two minutes no, of time I, for I, Peanuts, not, but I'm I not, like to hear a movie uh, critic what he has to do with his kids. Nah, I, I, it was pretty flat, but it was from a nostalgic point of view, I mean, it was okay. But it just, it just, it, it, 
there was no story. Like there was no story. What I didn't even know there was a Peanuts movie out. So that shit. Well, that's because you're not married with kids. But did you like it better than Danish Girl? If you had kids, you would know that the Peanuts movie came out. Did I like the Danish Girl? Yeah. Should I take my kids to the Danish Girl? You should not take your kids to the Danish Girl. (laughs) (laughs) But. Unless you're prepared to have a lot of sit-down conversations and explain a lot of things that are going on in the world today, <laughs> or unless they're uh, fanatics of the E Channel and watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians and understand what Bruce Jenner went through, but uh, I do not know. All right, this no, one is the Danish girl. It's the Bruce Jenner story. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sean, real quick, we got a second left in the segment here. I want right. to get back to the Big Short here. So, so the cast: Christian Bale, Carell, Gosling, Pitt. I mean, is this a this is a must see then? It's is it come out on Christmas? It actually comes out on the twenty first. It's a must see because it does a great job of reliving the two thousand eight housing crisis. Mm-hmm. It's done in a very stylistic and cool way, and it's one of the best acting ensembles I've seen in a long time. Definitely gonna have to check that out. What's your favorite movie of all time? We my got another segment with Sean after the break. No, my favorite movie of all time as a kid is probably The Wizard of Oz, but my favorite movie of all time as an adult is Do the Right Thing. Nice. Good movies. Sean Edwards, Fox 4 movie critic, getting ready to go into Star Wars. we got one more segment with him really quickly after the break. You're listening to Grill Nation, Andrew Bash, Jason Grill here on Talk 980 AM and on Talk980AM.com. We'll be right back after the break. I turn the music up, I got my records on. I shut the world outside until the lights come on. Welcome back to Grill Nation. Jason Grill here, your host, co-host today, Andrew Bash from the Bash Group. Partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill here are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, the Bash Group, Kenny Ertz Perry, Catalyst Government Affairs, the Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, Jay Rieger & Co., Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. I want to get back into our interview here with one of the best film critics around and one of our finest here, obviously, in Kansas City, Sean Edwards, Fox 4. He's He's getting ready to go in to see Star Wars here, uh, and uh, we're talking about some other movies that are going on around Christmas time. Sean, um, you've seen? Have you seen? You've obviously seen, seen Creed. Have you seen Concussion yet? Yeah, I've seen Concussion. Uh, it's a great. It's a great. It's a great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. Is that I, a I number one with a shake? Yeah, I got to eat, man. Yeah, I got to eat. No, I saw. Uh, yeah, I saw Concussion. I like the movie a lot. It's strong. Will Smith is excellent in the movie, and. Uh, if you're a fan of football, if you follow sports at the least little bit, I mean, it's just a frightening to find out what happens to these guys. There's some great moments in the movie. I'm not going to say it's one of the better movies this year, but Will Smith definitely deserves an Oscar nomination. Mm. What about uh, Sylvester Stallone and Creed? I saw oh, Creed man, over I Thanksgiving. Love, I love it. Creed, man. I cried like four times during Creed. I, just, I, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. And it's, it's like just it just like blew it blew me away. Like Sylvester Stallone probably delivered the best performance of his career. He's going to get nominated for an Oscar. And Michael B. Jordan held his own. He looked great in the ring. The, the boxing action's great, but it's the story was so emotional and powerful. I, I wasn't expecting it. I mean, because it's technically Rocky Seven, so I thought it's going to be like whack <laughs> like the other Rocky sequels. But it was actually probably the best Rocky movie since the original Rocky. Yeah. Do you see it yet, Andrew? I haven't. I've seen uh, oh, Peanuts. Great movie. <laughs> <Some> peanuts. Hey, <laughs> Peanuts has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so, so uh, Sean, what else we got to look forward to Christmas? That Leonardo DiCaprio movie comes out after the holidays, but it looks pretty intense. Yeah, you, you can skip that. Wait a while. Uh, it, it, it looks beautiful, but, I mean, it, I, 
it didn't connect with me. Um, another movie that did connect with me was uh, Joy, starring Jennifer Lawrence, uh, about the lady who invented the Miracle Mile. I liked it. Uh, it's not the typical David O. Russell-type film, but it was a very interesting story, and Jennifer Lawrence, I mean, she brought it. I mean, she's actually pretty good in the movie. And we, the first, we launched her career, didn't we, in Missouri with Winter's Bone? Yes, that was we filmed did. in Missouri? Yeah, yeah, that was her first feature, Winter's Bone, shot in the Ozark. She talked about that when I interviewed her the other day in New York. She, oh, she did? She, yeah, she loved that. Yeah, she loved the experience of shooting in the Ozarks. I mean, she got a, I mean, that was that was thrilling for her. Who doesn't I mean, love the Ozarks? A, what a great time it is down there. First, yeah, but it didn't hurt that it was her first feature film. So, I mean, that's always going to probably be a, a memorable experience for her. But, I mean, if you're looking for a comedy on the holidays, there's also Daddy's Home with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. That, I, I haven't seen the preview for that, but I've heard it's fun. It looks funny. Uh, it's okay. It's got some jokes. What about uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks? Andrew oh likes uh, cartoons. Why are you talking about kids' movies? He's only kids' movies. Alvin and the Chipmunks is probably a more annoying version of the Peanuts. <laughs> oh, good God. Like, nothing happens, but it's, it's just more irritating. But nothing happens. Hey, like they go on a road trip, but they really—it's like it's still nothing. Ha- it's amazing. Nothing uh, happens, and it's going to make a ton of money. Sean, this is so. This is—I like to do the out of left field stuff. So, okay, no, no, I got you. I got ready? You. Right, what about Boyhood? Did you like Boyhood? Did you think I that should have? Why did no, you? No, you didn't. Hate it. You said it was your favorite boyhood. movie on the show, Sean. Like in no, 2014. I did not. No, I did not. Why did no, you hate Boyhood? No it was boring. No, but uh, Sean, we had you on a couple years ago when that no, first came out, and you boyhood. said you told me I should look at it. No, yeah, that's, that's two different things. You must have had a happy childhood. Boyhood and I really, I identified with boyhood. I was like, that's no, me. Boyhood you should check out because it's worth checking out the technique. Yeah. I appreciated the technique. The technique's unbelievable. Boring. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want Birdman to win Best Picture either. I didn't think Birdman beat out boyhood, I can tell you that. Man, I cried like four times in Boyhood. <laughs> oh, Andrew, Andrew had an interesting childhood. Um, well, yeah, Sean, okay. I didn't cry during Boyhood, but I did cry during Creed. Yeah, Creed was good. So, Sean, okay, 2015's just about over. Um, what are some movies that we might have missed the theaters that we, we should definitely check well, out? I know you put out movie, a top ten list. Yeah, I do. But my, one of my favorite movies of the year that people need to go back and revisit is Mad Max Fury Road. Because it's going to win Best Picture. Could be the most bizarre movie to ever win Best Picture. It's going to win Best Picture. It's going to win Best Picture, and George Miller's going to win Best Director. I'm telling you, Mad Max is going to win Best Picture, and George Miller's going to win Best Director. Uh, another movie that a lot of people missed that they should check out is called Dope. It was a comedy that came out this summer. Very funny movie, sort of urban comedy, but it, it's funny and well done. A more recent movie that people should check out is this movie called Youth, starring Michael Caine and Harvey Keitel and Jane Fonda. Great What's the stuff. name of it? called youth youth great, great movie great movie great movie and if you're looking for something a little avant-garde uh the diary of a teenage girl is great and tangerine is a better version of the danish girl ah there you go andrew boom yeah there um, you go so those are a couple those are a couple movies you should check out if you missed them you all know, right so something a little different that's not going to get a lot of recognition come awards time but the movies are definitely worthy so, going back to Star Wars for a second, have you watched The Power of Myth when Bill Moyers interviews Joseph Campbell at the Star Wars, at the Luke Skywalker Ranch? No, I didn't. Dude, you got to go see that for what you do. It's all about the about myth, and they do a whole segment nice, on the Star nice. Wars, the hero's journey deal. You would love it. All right, I got to check that out. I got to check that out. Although my favorite connection to Star Wars moment that's on YouTube 
is when those Ewoks, there was a couple people dressed up as Ewoks on the Today Show, and they were humping Al Roker's leg. <laughs> yes, I remember that. So, okay, Sean, have you seen the, uh, we're talking to Star Wars, I'm not a Star Trek guy, but I know people that are. Have you seen the Star Trek, uh, the trailer that's come out for the next one? No, I haven't. I know they finished it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, is it good? I've heard it's really good. I, I was just curious about Star Trek. That's I'm, you know, that's not as big of a franchise as Star Wars, but that's next no, year, right? Not close. Yeah, that's next year. It better be good, though. Star Wars is going to put a lot of pressure on that franchise. It better be good. <laughs> yeah, it will. I'm just saying, it better be good. So, <laughs> Sean, let me ask you this. When you go into screen these movies, uh, we're talking to Sean Edwards, Fox 4 Don't ask critic. him if he gets popcorn he's, or hot tamales. Going, that's weird. He's going in to see the new Star Wars. Um, what? How many people are in these theaters? What's that like? You guys talk to each other. What's that experience like for a critic? It's a, it's a whole click of us. I mean, basically, like the, the, the professional critics that exist in Kansas City is about a group of about five or six. Actually, to be honest, I watch a lot of movies at a theater by myself, like because I see everything. So a lot of times I'm sitting up like I watch Concussion by myself, watch a couple other movies by myself. I think there'll be like five or six of us here. It depends on who's here. Like sometimes we'll talk out loud, sometimes we don't. There's a couple people that get annoyed if you talk out loud. I won't say any names. I like to talk out loud. I just naturally like to talk back to the screen. Even if I wasn't a critic, I'd talk back to the screen. I know that may be a cultural thing, but I mean, I, I, I scream and yell at the screen. First, they do, they do <laughs> I think that stuff. would be a good. That would good. <laughs> we should go stuff. to one of the screens Aren't, with him for the radio show. That I, would is, be great. Isn't there some? Is there Alamo Draft House or someone does that where they show movies yeah, and you yeah, can yeah, scream yeah, at the yeah, screen? And let me do something stupid. I'll be like, what is going on? You've got to be, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> some of these movies are crazy. But no, it's, it's always fun. But I think at this Star Wars thing, it's going to be like maybe like five or ten. Or maybe there may be a couple people coming down from St. Joe, too. So it might be like, yeah, it might be a dozen of so, them. So are those St. Joe movie critics pretty crazy? Do they actually uh, have guns with them when they come down here? <laughs> no, <laughs> man. They're cool, man. They're going to drop them. They're concealed and carry, and they're like, you better not talk during the movie. I just, so, I just like, for the St. Joe critics, the movie has to be really good because they have to drive a long way to get here. <laughs> yeah, right? Sean Edwards, Fox 4 Movie Critic. So, Sean, um, enjoy Star Wars, man. Thanks for coming on the Grill Nation I, show. It better, it better be good, man. Now, it will be. It will be. If you hear from me ever again, it means Star Wars is horrendously bad. Well, you, you only liked one of them. You only liked Empire Strikes Back. So you no, I said, no, I said, no, I didn't say like. I said the only one that's great. Great, is, great. Is, the only one that's great is Empire Strikes Back. The first Star Wars is very good. Return of the Jedi is a joke, and those three prequels are garbage. <laughs> well, I'm going to make one prediction for you. I'm going to predict that you'll like it better than Peanuts. I'm just going to go out there. <laughs> Andrew Bass, Sean Edwards, thanks for coming on Grill Nation Day. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you too, All right. Sean. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. We'll see you next week.